evening everyone tma the fans verdict let's get all your opinions through from the game that's just happened and that's obviously the uh 1-1 draw at home to blackburn rovers um just a shout out to um the Watford football club former players um club um, we are proud and honoured to be associated with them, fronted by Watford's favourite son, Luther Blissett, and Watford legend, Neil Price. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash TaylorMade players. Right, OK, so I've been joined by my esteemed colleagues as ever, Sir Dunk, and um, welcome back to Major Tom. Evening, boys. Evening. Evening, evening. Right, yeah. Um, like so, let's get all your opinions straight for our throw out a few, and then we'll get go straight to Major Tom. Um, Mr. Chris, he's back. He's on straight away. Evening, Chris. He says, hi, you all. Uh, Lucy says, hi, Lee. Evening. Um, and then Lucy comes back with evening, guys. So, yeah, well done. Halsey's evening, guys, as well. So, yeah, evening, everyone. Let's get all your opinions through. Man of the matches and everything else you want to talk about. But, yeah, Tom, um, <laughs> we, I sort of put it, uh, I'll put it to uh, you and you and Dunk before, but it was um, disappointing, <laughs> to say the least, wasn't it? I wouldn't say disappointing. I'd say more frustrating. Mm. Because it was one of them where I thought we could win this. You know, they're, they're, they're fighting for a playoff place as well. which So it was never going to be an easy game. Of course. But it was just the end products, the crossing. It was dis- That was disappointing. But I, I thought we started off well. You know, I thought we got the line-up right. You know, it was good to see Porteous... And who? Who? I, I, wherever you pronounce it, but his name. You know, I thought they played really well together, and they they do they do look good together. But obviously, time will tell. We've got tougher games to come yet. All this month, I thought we were doing well. We were making the right moves. We were passing the ball well. We thought you know we were causing them problems, but. The finishing and the crosses were poor. The set corner, set pieces, corners. I keep, I keep going back to it. I'm sick of talking about it, but it's the what we're so inconsistent. That is actually the one thing we are consistent at. Poor crosses, consistently bad. When it comes to set pieces. I mean, some of them were better in the second half, but we haven't got one someone that can take a set piece a decent one on a consistent basis. It's just, it's a Mickey take. The Their goal, I, I don't even want to go on to that, but I'm going to have to. I thought Batman, I like him, but he should have done better there. A lot, much better. He is, he's a lot better than that, and we, we all know it. But, but, you know, he didn't have a bad game. He didn't actually have much to do. But he, he should have done a lot better there. You know, I thought the second half, we were we were, we we improved in the second half. You know, we we were causing them more problems than what we were in the first half. And I thought I thought we deserved the goal, and it was a good and it was a good finish for, for a centre back. That's actually a really decent finish. But I felt we were going to win that game until I felt wrong position to take Joel Pedro off. I get it was actually good to see him be captain today because I think it's at times he's led by example. So I think he deserved his opportunity to lead the team. And I thought he did well. I thought he did it really well. But I think when I feel like when he came off the attacking threat just went. I don't know if he was injured or not if 
if he, if he was, I can understand it, especially as he's just come back. But he he look he looks fit, so I would have kept him on. But I do understand. I do, I'm, I felt like he got it wrong, but at the same time, I understand. It's just one of them. But overall, a fair result, I think. I don't think I can't say we deserve to win. I can't say they deserve it either. But I'll say it's more of a point gained for both teams. And yeah, not much to say. But man of the match, I'm gonna go straight to the man of the match. Porteous for me. He, yeah. Say no more. I watch I watch quite a lot of Scottish football, especially when he's when he was playing for him. So I know how good he is. He's a cheating bugger. Because for the free kick that led to the goal, he dived. I had a clear view of it. But, do you know what? I thought he was immense today. You know, he, he instead of going back to the keeper, he was always going forward. He was tricking the opponents. But every time we needed a crucial tackle, he was there. So, yeah, without a doubt, he's my man of the match. But point gained on to Burnley Tuesday. Yeah, I'll go on to that one later. <laughs> Dunk. Yeah, so... I'm going to try and keep this, what's the word, maybe logical. I'm going to start from back of the team to top of the team. We'll get to, the, get to where we need to. I'm going to share my screen for it. So can you see it? I'm going to start with the team. Should we start it today? First off, Batman, I agree he didn't have much to do. I think his distribution was better than it was against Reading, where it was very poor last game. But... I'll also agree that with the goal, he should have done better. When I watched it live, I thought he saw it quite late, which is why he parried it quite poorly. But looking at the replay, he's got really good time to see it and try and push it. I can't pause it, unfortunately, because he got a little uh, thing here. But when he gets, when he saves it here, your best bolt is to push it to that way over. Push it away here. Give away a corner. It's safer. It Jonathan Bond, if you remember, amazing shot stopper for his time with us when he was subbing in for Almunier. But he had exactly the same problem. And that's one of the reasons why he ended up leaving Watford and couldn't establish himself as a first team. Obviously, wasn't getting ahead of Gomez, in fairness. But even then, he wasn't getting ahead of Almunier because he would routinely parry balls like, well, like Batman did, where it's not the fact it's not a bad save, but where do you where are you directing it? That's just as important. After you've tried, if you're not going to hold it, that's fine. But you need to make sure they don't push it back into where a striker is likely to be. So I don't think Batman did a whole lot wrong outside of that. But the nature of goalkeeping is, when that happens, it will look bad on you no matter what, even if. You couldn't really try and direct it anywhere else. Gaspar, I thought, had a decent game. I think he's showing real commitment now in tackling and trying to lead by example. I like his attitude. I like the fact that he's always available. I like the fact that you can see he's trying, he's grafting. Chowdhury, similar really. Chowdhury grafts, very good in a tackle. We know his forward passing isn't great, but that's fine. We aren't asking for him to be a prolific passer. Moving to Kone. I thought Kone had a very poor first half. 
I feel like he wasn't really doing much in the first half. You can see what you can see he wasn't trying to overplay it, but he was over and under hitting balls regularly. I remember there was at least one counter-attack in the first half where his pass to Sarn left was just over hit. Right idea, miss hit it. Then yeah, at second half I think Kone improved. And he developed and he got better from that. I've realized I jumped around. Let's go back to defense. Sorry about that. So Porteous, I agree. Man of the match. Imperious in the air. It's fantastic in the tackle. And his what both what Hoot what Hoot and Porteous both can do is they can carry the ball. They are actually providing the link we have been crying out for for years with the defence and midfield. How often have we said when it was Ikong, Cabicele, Kafkart, and Pollock, when we were say- and Sierra also, when we were saying there's no link, we're just hoofing it long. Now you've got a set- they've got two centre-backs who, between them, can make accurate passes both short and long. And Porteous particularly can carry it forward. And it puts so much pressure off the midfield, particularly on Chowdhury, to try and carry it and to try and make sure we are building more consistent attacks. They will be going to... Hey, sorry, I can I can do that, actually. I'll do that in a moment. So, yeah, I'm really happy with this. This centre-back pairing is what I stick with for the season if they're fit. I thought... Um, Hoyt had really good long diagonal passing, which is something he was noted for previously at Southampton and Anderlecht, particularly at Southampton. His passing is actually quite good. And nice thing is, when you see that, good anticipation, you can see technically he's a sound player. And it shows on the half volley. Keeps it low, puts it between legs, it's a bit of luck they didn't hit anyone sure, but then you make your own luck, and you had and he took that really nicely. Kamara, I'm not happy with. I drop Kamara. Yeah, I thought he was a disaster first half. I think he did improve second half, but back for the first goal between Saar, Hoyt, and Kamara, I put the most blame on Kamara for losing his man and not being touched tight. Allowing that pass in there. If we see this coming back to here, how much time has he got? He's not engaging him, not closing down. And that lets him get the pass in, which then leads to that event there. So I'm trying to let's speed up a little bit. So we'll then to Martins. Martins, I thought, was poor today. Right positioning, dreadful decision making, wasted numerous attacks. As for Saar, similar idea. Saar, I thought, apart from that really good run in the second half where he hurdled two dangerous challenges, put the ball in, Martins wasted it. Araujo, I still can't pronounce it, sorry. I thought was a little bit harsh to sling him in the first half, but I understand why he did for Davis, which I think was the right sub. And Pedro, give him a game or two. He'll be... He'll be back up to speed. So, yeah. 
Mm, yeah, exactly. I'll I'll put my fifty pence in in a minute. I'll just shout out the shout out the, fa- uh, the fellow fans' views here. We've got Richard Roper saying, "Just the final ball in the box, trying to uh, trying to take on too many players." Mister Nigel Callahan, the legend himself, is a set pieces win and lose games. Um, Stuart, Mister Higgins says, "Evening boys, can't fault second half performance. We were shocking every first half under Billic. Seems to start to play high line second half only frustrating." The two new centre backs, half uh, centre half, sorry, looked quality. Are we still Premier League? Because we seem to keep the ball for six thousand parts, sixty thousand passes before we take their goal. Tactics ain't right. We need to go full throttle from the start. This league ain't a given. Uh, let's get a few of the YouTube comments as well. Um, like Dave said, evening lads. Gary Iron said, I think it was a good game. Just wish uh, we were all clinical, um, especially missing open goal. The new defenders um, were good. Just feel that we just miss out. We will just miss out in the playoffs. Dave said the two centre backs are class, big, strong, hard in the tackle. Halsey, we have to be um, realistic. We won't go up this season. Need to keep the manager and the squad together and mount a serious challenge next season. Mister Kid, Mister Chris Kid himself said we we try and walk the uh, walk it into the goal. Dave says any news on John Terry joining the coaching setup. Um, and yes, Portis, man of the match for me, great signing. Gary Iron, just uh, hope the owners don't panic and get rid of Bilic because, like, um, we will be playing championship football a lot, uh, feel like we'll be cha- playing championship football next season. Uh, Halsey saying Portis could be could be a bit of a bargain signing for us. Mr. Kusek said, I thought there were signs of decent backbone in the side today in the second half. Another season in the EFL, um, with Bilic at the helm and will be, uh, we'll be fit for the EPL. Uh, with a chance of surviving, it's basically like you know, just you know, like I said, start the like I similar sort of thing. Start the season if we don't go up, let's at least build um, for next season. Um, Stone Cabbage on YouTube says, honestly, I think if we were to go up this season, we would go be shot straight back down. Really would love a, a, for us to keep slaving and make investments in the squad that finally starts to gel together. Um, Portis looks so good, um, and a physical player from Chris. Hi all from Malia. Hi mate. Um, Halsey said it's a shame about Kamara. He's gone from a bit of, from a hero to a villain. Uh, Kamara needs to go. That's from Chris. Lou Kusak saying Sarah's a talented player, but is not a talented footballer. If you get my drift, yeah, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Um, Mr. O'Leary saying great scene, saying the ball not constantly drifted over the top from the centre backs' heads. Thought the pairing looked good for a, a first game together. We had. We had some good parts of the game, but not clinical enough in the final third. We still get bullied a lot, and I think teams going hard on us. And we've shown it's a sure way of getting our guys to lose our heads, lose their heads. Sorry. All in all, looks more solid than say how we was when Mill came to us. Yeah, I mean my take on that um, take, especially first half was poor. I think very very lackluster. Um, second half definitely definitely much better. Uh, just like I said, a lot, a lot of people. I agree with a lot of people are saying it. We just missed the clinical, clinical edge in the second half to really finish them off. And I know Bilic in the last press conference uh, after the Reading game said we need to get that killer, killer instinct in this and finish games off. I mean, you know, it was a bit disappointing not finishing a game off at two 0 But I know what he's saying. You got to put the game to bed as early as you can because then you get sort of situations like we had against Reading and today. Um, very, very poor goal. But I like to look on that. I can see where you're coming from of a goalkeeper's point of view, um, Duncan. You know, he could, looking at it 
a two or three times there where you were doing how you were doing it. You can see where Backman went wrong, but also where was people covering the loose loose ends as well. You can mm. look at it from a from a goalkeeper's point of view as from a goalkeeper. If the goalkeeper was going to blame anyone, we said, look, okay, fumble or no fumble, you guys should be ready. Whoever it is, and not necessarily centre backs, it's whoever is in that position at the time. You should be ready and expect me to fumble it. So then you can at least try and put your foot through it. So there was indecision there as well. But yeah, I can see where you're coming from with him. That when you're looking at it from that point of view, when I looked at it live from the back end, it looked like no one chased it up. We were like, well, where, where's the clearances, people? Why is he allowed a tapping from four yards out? Um, but can yeah, I can see, again? yeah, I can see where you come. I can see where you're coming from, mate. Um, certainly with. Um, how he's safe because you you look how he's done it and yeah he's really there's a way of parrying it out and I just I just think you know he should have sort of possibly made a little bit better of that but yeah I, I look at the positive things second half was much better um, Porteous looks absolutely amazing Hoots uh, looks really really good the centre back pairing is sorted now um, I agree with you I think um, Chowdhury and Kone look poor today. Um, as a as a midfield too, um, which is a shame because I really rate Kone and I do try and defend Chaldry. I just think based on this game, I do think that's our centre midfield partnership, and I've said that. Just based on this game, I just don't think it really clicked today. Obviously, the team is begging for a player like Loser to come back in, so that was another massive positive coming in there. The other positives was the fact that we can bring on all this attacking options and without. You know, without our slice, the rubber, of the green, and slice of luck, we could have won that game. But um, me and Dino on the way back, Dino hit the nail on the head. No one team deserved to necessarily win that or lose it. It was one of those games where really draw was probably a fair result if you look at look at the face of it. Um, but yeah, there's, there is po- certainly positives to come out of that. Um, very, very frustrating. But I know what um, Tom did sum it up. I, I say the word frustrating, but Tom. Tom made an honest assessment where, you know, it's no given. No games are given in this league, and especially against a team like Blackburn Rovers, who in turn are still chasing a playoff spot indeed like we are. So, you know, they've got some very good players. And, um, yeah, we go on to Burnley. Tom, um, you know, what are the fundamental things we need need to get right against Burnley? Because we all know, you know, it's going to be a massive, massive game, isn't it, on Tuesday? Keep the ball on the floor. I think we, I think we have to. I think when we do get a chance, we have we have to test the keeper, not just run at a player and then pass back or whatever. We need to see the first opportunity to get the shoot. Shoot if it goes wide or in the corner flat or whatever. So be it. So be it. Have a go, because I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be negative, but I don't see us getting anything from it. And that's not based off today. It's just based off the fact that Burnley look unstoppable right now. Mm-hmm. Really do look unstoppable. I, I mean, it sums it up when us and Sheffield United are the only teams to beat them this season. And it, and it's only, what, 30 games in and they've only lost two. They just they just look a different breed right now. Oh, yeah, different breed. I mean, inbreeding. <laughs> but... <laughs> But no, no, serious no. They, they, I can't see anyone stopping them. I, to be honest with you, I can't see us getting anything. To, you know, because I think there's still players that have got a gel. Bernie looked too good. They, 
it's good to see players like Loser back, cleverly back actually as well, mm-hmm. and Sema. Yeah, okay. But as for Loser, I would I'd give him, I'd keep coming, bringing him off the bench for now because he's just come back from a serious injury, long term injury. So integrating back in slowly. But um, yeah, it would be nice to do the double over Bernie. It'd be nice to do the double over anybody. But I think it's a tough run of games we've got this month. You know, because we've got teams that are in the round of the playoffs. Not just Burnley, we've got West Brom and then Sheffield United. So that that's, you know, get a stay at least. I would be happy if we took at least five points on those games. I know it's not much, but winning at least one of those games and coming undefeated for them, I'll be happy with. I will. I will be. Ha- I'll be really happy with that because then, but that will make me think. Do you know what? We'll end up in the playoffs and end up with Luton. <laughs> no, that will be spicy. Oh, sorry about the bad language, by the way, on the podcast just then. But carry on. I've done apologise. I do it all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with, with every PC here, we don't like the L word, but the, you know it oh, has to oh, be done yeah, occasionally. <laughs> Even you fell for that. Jesus Christ. Oh, Go on, carry on, mate. You creak, squeaky door man. Carry on. No, no I, I think, I'm not sure we'll get anything, but I'll be happy if we come up, if we, if we can come away unscathed on Tuesday. That'll be a great result given how good Bernie look. It's going to be tough. Bernie always is tough, but they, they've just got to give it a go. If they can at least give it a go. That's all we ask. And then we can move on to West Brom. Absolutely. Mate. Yeah, Dunk. Um, a couple of people said, watch this space, we'll beat Burnley. Um, that's from Mr Higgins. Um, yep. Um, see you on the 4th of March. Woody for the Preston North End game. Yeah, that'll be good, mate. I'll be, I should be for that one as well, mate. So I'll definitely see you then. But... Yeah, um, Tom's hit the nail on the head pretty much about things that we need to, you know, sort of improve on. But we've got a plenty of positives going into Tuesday night. I know a lot of people are very pessimistic of how we're going to perform on Tuesday. But we've got, you know, returning players coming in. That's a massive, massive positive for from today. You know, we didn't lose. That's another another thing as well. We've got, you know, the likes of... I think Pedro is more knackered than anything. Um, and like Tom's quite right, you know, he's picked up, he's come from a long injury as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, what the fundamentals we need, need to change and looking forward to Burnley, mate. What do you, what kind of uh, what kind of game that going to be? Because it should really set, be set up for a cracker, shouldn't it? I think it's going to be not smash and grab, but it's going to be a case of based on form, based on the facts, Burnley are, let's be blunt here, steamrolling the league. It will be a game where we need to sit back, absorb pressure, and rely on pace to try and get behind them as best we can. I think we need. I think we're actually missing a Spreer, who's actually not been involved in the last couple of match days, which I hope is injury and not just manager choice. I think that's a mistake. I'd have a Spreer over a Sumbalonga, who I thought was really poor today. He looked off the pace. I don't think he brought much to the team. I'd rather Espirito take us on the longest place on the bench at least. 
maybe even start over Martins if Semmer isn't ready to start a game coming up still, who I thought was actually very good. Semmer, we've missed him a lot. I thought Semmer, particularly when he actually switched with Saar, be on the left shortly after he came on, he looked like the Saar that you want to have, sorry, the Semmer you want to have, who could put a cross in, physically wasn't bullied, and could actually give what he uh, give what he took. I don't think the starting eleven we had was far off. I don't think the bench is too far off now. So, as Tom said, we just need to make manage loser, get him back up to fitness. The same with Semmer, the same with Pedro. We are almost at a team which, on paper, could be challenging for the title if it had been fit for most of the season. And with the additions we made during January, that does cement it, I think. So I think sit back, use counter-attack, use pace, and rely on the accurate, creative passes we have in the team. Loser, Pedro, Espria, Kone. Those four can, between them, unlock defences with the because they can make passes to the runners. Mm. Um, Stuart's saying we... We're going to win our next four games. Big statement, I know, but the players coming back, it's going to get tasty from there on end. Um, we'll hold you to that, Stuart. Um, 110%, mate. That'll be absolutely amazing if that happens. But look, I, I, me and Dunk, uh, me and Dunk, uh, me and um, Canadian Darren both said we'll get a result at Norwich and Dino and a couple of others thought we were smoking something. Um, at the time, we possibly thought we were as well, uh, but we ended up beating them. You know, it was just a, but a throw out comment where we thought, let's sod it. Let's just, let's just think we're going to go and beat um, Norwich and it happened. So, you know, um, squad is getting better than Burnley. Uh, squad is better than Burnley on paper. That's from Dave. Cusack's uh, agreeing with you. Um, Sir Dunkey says a spree. I know Britt is a few years older than we remember him, but he seems to be carrying a bit of timber. Yeah. Now, I think a lot of match fitness is probably to do with that. But yeah, no, you are. When we were seeing him as well, he seemed to be a, a little bit on the bigger side. Certainly not a Danny Rose bigger side, but yeah, I think a few more games and then we'll probably see a, a much more fitter as a belonger anyway. Steve Cabber hmm? big. Oh, Steve Cabber, Jesus. <laughs> mention that name in my presence again, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was big, but he was just rubbish. Yeah. yeah exactly. no smoking carried a bit more. Yeah, da drinking Darren's beer of the week, Pidge. Yeah, it possibly was, mate. Um, drinking too much of that. But if if it means we we turn up and get another 1-0 win away when we least expect it, I'm more than happy to drink any of Darren's beers of the week. Absolutely, mate. Um, right, OK, we're going to go in a second. Just remember, tomorrow night, TMA, Sunday Night Live, where you choose the topics. We will discuss them, so we'll get all your topics through in the morning and in the afternoon uh, tomorrow, and we'll see you tomorrow night, 8pm. Um, there's no preview to the Burnley game uh, Monday night. I'm on the uh, Turf Moor podcast, so what I'll do is I'll post up the link. Um, we'll be previewing that game, but we will get all your predictions through from our, so our end um, tomorrow night. So we'll do the last 10 minutes. We'll do a preview um, of the Burnley game from a Watford perspective, um, certainly. So, um, yeah, guys and girls, thank you ever so much once again. You're absolute legends, every single one of you. Um, the Swinging Cat Homebrew, that's from Halsey. Yeah, absolutely, mate. We'll see, see if we can grab some of that um, tomorrow, mate. But, um, 
Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Again, just remember, get on over to YouTube, tell about the Army TV, like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell for the latest live weekly content. Um, and a massive thank you to um, Sir Dunk and uh, Major Tom um, as ever um, helping me out uh, tonight. But yeah, boys, um, you got any um, final antidotes, final words or anything before we set off, Tom? Shit on Luton. Exactly, mate. Definitely, definitely. I, I'm not going to say anything else after that. But um, yeah, dunk, mate. <laughs> yeah, if you look uh, for Watford, Woody, can we wish the girls good luck for tomorrow? Yes, we can. Good luck to Watford women. Definitely, definitely. We will be posting up as much score updates as we can um, tomorrow. If you can get down there, please, please do. Um, as always, come in your horns. <laughs>